Welcome, everybody, to Trail Tales. This is your host, Tom Funk. And we're going to be taking a hike out of my 50 Hikes in Michigan's Upper Peninsula book. And we'll be in the Porcupine Mountains for an out-and-back trail. It gives you some great views and some great hiking. All right, put on your hiking boots and uh, let's uh, hit the trail. Uh, the name of the trail is the Overlook Trail, and it is in the Porcupine Mountains Wilderness State Park. Uh, 3.5 miles, going to take you two to four hours, and it is a moderate gradient, but there are some difficult stretches. Uh, in fact, there's one point it's a near scramble. High points, old growth forest, and lots of vistas. And if you are a map geek, um, the Government Peak USGS 7.5 Quad, or just grab yourself a Porcupine Mountains Backcountry Guide, which will have the trail on it. No amenities other than the parking lot, and backpacking boots are uh, recommended, and pets um, probably not recommended because of the uh, trail, and also you're in prime bear territory. So the Overlook Trail, it's a loop, and it's an offshoot connecting to the very popular Government Peak Trail. You're entering a backcountry area complete with wild animals and wild views. The train is mostly uneven, and you will make a steep climb that will afford you some great views of the Porcupine Mountains, Lake Superior, and beyond into Minnesota if the weather is favorable. The loop is used primarily by day hikers looking for a short but challenging walk. Because it leads nowhere, you should not encounter any backpackers. You will experience two tales to the geology on your journey. The majority of your time will be spent climbing up the backside of a stratum known as Lake Shore Traps, the fine-grained volcanic basalt that makes up the knobs and caps on most of the escarpments in the park. Take some time to examine some boulders and look for holes, which were created by gas bubbles when the rock was cooling. A good place to see lakeshore traps is at the Lake of the Clouds Overlook. Once you reach the summit, the rock formations at the overlooks are the reddish-brown Copper Harbor Sandstone. This sedimentary rock has ripples created by water in the shallow seas that covered the area a billion years ago. If you are camping at Union Bay Campground, this sandstone makes up the beach on the Lake Superior Shore. There are two overlooks geological formations, and countless old-growth trees. From Silver City, take M107 into Porcupine Mountains Wilderness State Park. Past the intersection of M64, and the trailhead is three miles into the park on your left. The trailhead is marked Government Peak Trail, and there is roadside parking. Popular with backpackers, the Government Peak Trail is the gateway for hundreds of hikers every summer. You will stand out as a day hiker and not having a day's worth of supplies in a burdensome backpack. Instead, pack your tent essentials and head uphill on the wide, cobble-strewn path. At .1 mile is an intersection with the Escarpment Trail. Veer left and .1 mile farther, uh, look for a sign on the right side of the trail. This is for the benefit of users leaving the Overlook Trail, directing them to the parking area and other 
nearby hiking trails. Turn left or east into the forest. About 100 yards from the intersection, quickly descend and climb out of a small valley holding the Cuyahoga River. After significant rains, this may be impassable as there is no bridge. After climbing out of the valley, level out and follow the contour through the maturing hardwood forest. You are in a wilderness area. Half sugar maple, half paper birch, and balsam fir. Thimbleberry red oak and big leaf aster carpet the forest floor. Blue metal diamonds lead you through the forest. Your footing quickly trades the cobbles for roots and rocks. Turn inland from the creek and have a slight incline. The blue metal diamonds continue, however, you will see the blue painted dots, more hemlocks, and even more thimbleberry. Cross the contour of the mountain while gaining elevation slightly. Looking downhill, you'll have a view onto the tops of trees. Glancing uphill, you'll see many large boulders, some the size of small cars. A half a mile from the intersection, keep following a more noticeable incline for three-tenths of a mile, slowly and gently climbing through the mature hemlock and sugar maple forest. Continue east, and when you turn south, you will just be a short distance from ramping up your adventure. Cross a rain-washed gully, then head southeast up a rib that parallels the gully. Exposed roots and rocks provide footholds and handholds, as you will be scrambling at times during this climb. It is an anticlimactic 0.2-mile, 200-foot climb to the top of a hill with no view other than the forest that surrounds you. Catch your breath as you even out and then change direction, mostly headed south. At the top of the mountain, the forest has lost most of its other species of trees, leading it to the sugar maples. You must traverse a knob in the foreground, about a 30-foot elevation gain, and then open canopy on the other side indicates that you are about to, ready to summit and enjoy a great view. Walk another 0.3 miles, and at the 1.7-mile mark is the summit where a ski track comes in from your left. Although you are at the high point, there is no view. After making a hard right to the west, surprisingly, there is no view again, just a canopy of sugar maples. Take the track downhill, which is wide and well-maintained. As you walk the edge of the heavily forced escarpment, an opening in the canopy finally welcomes you with a bench and a you are here sign for the benefit of skiers, but not hikers. Looking to the northwest, you can see the remnants of a four-billion-year-old mountain chain, the Porcupines. On a clear day, you can see a landmass in the distance, Minnesota. Head inland, descend in and out of a small gully, and gently descend through mature hemlock and sugar maple forest. About 0.3 miles from the summit, notice an increase in the diversity of, the, of tree life. And this tree that you're now seeing is a basswood. Take a southward turn at the 0.7 mile mark from the summit while still encircled by mature old growth. Your footing becomes less rooty and less rocky as you hike over the undulating landscape. The elevation drops off to the left and you can see the sky through the forest canopy. Enjoy a second overlook 0.6 miles from the previous one. You will find evidence that this is not a good place to hang out if there's an impending thunderstorm on the horizon. Look around. You'll see several large trees scarred by lightning strikes. A couple of trees look like they've exploded due to the force of the energy striking them. The trail continues in a more moderate decline in a south-southwest direction. 
Turn more to the west, 0.2 miles from the most recent overlook, and your footing becomes fairly flat. The forest takes on its normal composition of mature yellow birch, hemlock, and sugar maple. The corridor continues to be wide and flat and intersects the cobble-strewn Government Peak Trail 0.2 miles later. Turn right and head downhill. You will pass your original intersection for the Overlook Trail 0.4 miles farther on, and then it's just a short 0.2 mile downhill to the parking area. All right, when people ask me about a trail that they want to have a great view and it's short, I usually recommend this trail with the caveat that uh, there's a little bit of a challenge to it. And in hindsight, it's probably better to go the other direction because then you'll have a easier incline going up, but then the decline may be a little more challenging and you could be sliding on your butt. So you'll have to take that into consideration and decide for yourselves. All right, well, thank you for joining me on Trail Tales and enjoying my uh, 50 hikes in the Michigan's Upper Peninsula. And we will see you again. Thanks for joining me.